Pete, Matt and Kimber podcast for ABC Blinds' huge new year sale where you'll save up to 40%. Shop now at abcblinds.com.au. Next Hello, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. It's our first podcast for the year. Yeah. Uh... Some alright stuff on it, I reckon. Air waggers. Air waggers. Jesse Wagstaff. Jesse Wags and the Wildcats. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, Matt talked about some punch ons in Peruvia. Peruvia. <laughs> That's what we're calling it Peruvia. now. Peruvia. Well, because when I said that I have a friend who's Peruvian, producer Rami said, <laughs> like, Where's Peruvia? Where's Peru- <laughs> I remember that. It was a gold one for the last year. Um, we got a letter from the Prime Minister. Big day for us, yes. wasn't it? Really big day. Yeah, yeah, really big day. Um, yeah. Um, uh, Frogger. Frogger. Who would have thought, eh? Hey, how's that for a line? Frogger. Yeah, we pitched some stories and as usual, <laughs> didn't get to do it. No. Sorry. Got bumped. I do want to hear your stories, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, mm. you're very welcome. I'm very keen to hear your story. Oh, I'm very keen to hear more listener stories because the phone calls we got today were hilarious about the group that you joined for a hot minute. Mm. So, you, like, we were talking about Eshays gangs. and mm. gangs and all the sort of subcultures you've been part of, and the calls were hilarious. Gangs of Perth. <laughs> How you doing, old man? You all right? Or is that it? I mean, you know. Playing cricket, it's a, what the, the, it's it's so Australian, right? Yeah. You play cricket in summer on when mm-hmm. you're on holidays. Mm. It really hurts. All right, uh, here you go. Have a podcast. Hey, here's a word that's been hitting the news and stuff lately. Eshe. Oh, yeah. Everyone's talking about the eshes now. I learned this word a couple of years ago. My niece mentioned it, mm. and I was like, "What is that?" Mm. And she basically went, oh, "It's just the dudes at school that." Dress like this and act like this. Yeah. And I was like, okay, they just sounded like young hoodlums. Well, see, I don't even know if they sounded like hoodlums. They just sounded like dudes in snap pants yeah, and like, yeah. you know, some labels that I couldn't afford, basically. And red shoes? Is that part of the uniform? Apparently so. Right. I'm doing a learning like the rest of us, going, all right, what's an Eshe? Why is it such a big deal? It's been in the news a bit because people are saying that they're hoodlums, that they're causing problems. Mm. I've always sort of thought that it was just like one of those subcultures where you dress whatever you like and this will just be a phase. Well, it sort of got to the stage where bar one in Hillary's, has, right. they've banned red shoes. Like, because that that's they're trying to clear it out. So, so okay. Eshays must be a problem. It must be a problem. I want to see an Eshay take that to the world court and right. say, this is against my human rights. I mean, I, I mean, I get the idea that, like, you know, a subculture is that if you're all dressing the same way and sort of that there can be behaviours that come with that. But it seems a bit of a broad brushstroke, doesn't it, to kind of go... Anyone in red sneakers is a problem. Like, weren't we all part of some sort of subculture for a red hot minute? Well, no, you like, were. I was goth for mm. about three years in high school. And I mean, it changed, like, literally, 1993, I went to the East 17 concert. It was the first gig I'd ever been to. By 95, I was into Marilyn Manson. Right? Like, it's just, aren't you just part of a little club and you do your things and you wear what you want and you're into the music and stuff that you're into and then you're not anymore? Well, like, why is everyone so worried? We were all apprentice grots, the grots being the Beckenham gang. But oh, yes. I, was, I was never tough enough to actually get into the grots. It's harder than to win than SAS Australia. But uh, <laughs> but I'd certainly wear the uh, Adidas Romes, which were part, either oh. the Romes or the Black DB Ripple Souls, uh, you know. Oh, yes. Were Jeez, legitimate. Listen, listen to those. Listen to that. Yeah. I yeah. think I was... I I think I was an Eshe for a bit. 
Okay. Before like, it was an issue. Before it was cool. Like Rami's just thrown up in his mouth. And they well, they change all the time. Like gothics became emos. No, but right. the thing the, I think they're different, but everyone sort of so Eshe was probably a thing, but you guys were just like Well the thing is like for us, okay, so there was a there was a shop back in the day called Knox Warehouse, which is like in, in, in Cannington on Albany Highway. I don't know if it's still around. I don't think it is. All the but best they, fashion comes from well, a warehouse. Well they used to they used to sell all of the Kappa gear, the Kappa tracksuits. Oh uh, yeah. Right. And so we'd all <laughs> right. we we were like in red Kappa tracksuits suits and yellow kappa track suits and green kappa track suits and like there were when the echo store opened in cannington like at carousel back in the day we yeah. all flooded the place and bought echo gear like we were all so it's urban streetwear i suppose like, i guess in the england you know they're called chavs we, i just didn't have to, yeah. the attitude to match yeah, that's all right yeah, right, right yeah i'd love to hear what group you joined for a red hot minute you know, just whatever one you were in whether it was your essays or your goths or whatever that where you just went I was into that for a certain period of time because oh. I think everyone just is in it for a bit and then they jump out. I joined the Air Cadets in Leaderville uh, <laughs> for two weeks. <laughs> Got the uniform and said to my mum, ah, the same for me. <laughs> David in Mount Hawthorne, you were. What happened? Morning. Yeah, look, you're talking subgroups. I was a sub-subgroup. First of all, chavs, you talked about them already, uh, tracksuit bottoms, socks, uh, tucked, they were tucked into the socks. Yes. They were a sub Subgroup of the chavs, right? So you're thinking chavs already were cool. Now throw in ice skates around the neck, and all of a sudden you've got ice skating chavs, and you're feeling really cool when you're 16. Absolutely what? spot on. Wait, like something out of Clockwork Orange. Were you actually so, skating or just carrying them yeah, around your neck? Look, no, no. So we are carrying around our neck to look cool, and then we're heading to the ice skating rink because obviously that's where all the cool kids hang oh, out. Okay. And, uh, and then we're just like seeing who's holding whose hand around the ice skating rink. We're just, we're just the most cool. We're terrorizing the little kids who are trying to ice skate, and we're wicked hot at ice skating. <laughs> oh, David, it's oh. since how long were you part of this uh, this uh, red hot group? Fourteen years old, sixteen years old. Yeah, look, yeah. I was honestly fashionista and. I could definitely spray you with some ice on the rink. Awesome. (laughs) Um, Tabby and Molly, tell us us this little club you joined for a hot minute. Oh, yeah, it's quite tragic. But um, I was quite the metalhead when I was in high school back in the 80s, you know, into Metallica, Skid Row, White Snake, sort of all sorts of heavy metal. And uh, then I bumped into some guy that I really thought was awesome and had the hots for him. And he was in a born-again Christian Assembly of God youth group. So I joined the youth group. I'll do anything for love, Tammy, but I won't do that. (laughs) You're like, I'm leaving my metal bands behind and I'm joining the church. I went full-fledged, you know, I went to the camps, I went to the the rallies, I did everything, and I was, you know, arms in the air, praising God and everything. Tammy, did you, on. did you ever get to make out with this guy? Yes, I did. Oh, oh okay. It was well, worth, well, it. Well, it was worth it. it. Worth joining the yeah. church. And, of course, you know, when the novelty wore off, I went back to the metalhead circles. Of course. Of course. Awesome. Honestly, people have no idea how hard we commit to try and get a guy to make out with us. You um, have no, no concept. D- Dean in Bunbury, good morning to you, mate. Uh, tell us yours. G'day, how are you? Yeah, early 80s. Uh, there was a garage at the back of mum and dad's place, and uh, me and a couple of my hockey mates, we set up a really tough gang called The Sheds. Oh, the oh, <laughs> yeah. Sheds. Dean, what did you have to do to become part of The Shed Group? Um, not much, really. Uh, ride a bike around the streets looking tough and um, 
go back to the shed and watch the TV that had no nothing on it because Dad wouldn't stump up for an aerial on the shed. So <laughs> <laughs> somebody call the it. police. Those shed boys are out to get on their bikes. <laughs> <laughs> My friends, welcome to 2023. Oh, thank you. You know, it's a, it's a, you know, oh, I don't know if it, it means anything, but it feels like it's a brand new page, a, a clean slate. You can start again. And that's what we love about the new year. I'm not a big one for resolutions, but it's nice to go, okay, that was 2022. What's ahead on the horizon? Reset. It's a reset. And I love the people of Peru because they also have a little reset. Welcome to Peru. (laughs) I'm actually the Cusco region because. These people have this wonderful uh, festival around New Year's time called Takanakai. I don't know if that's the right way to say it. The way I'm saying it sounds a little bit like a Japanese, Japanese. dish. Yes. <laughs> I'll, I'll have the Takanaki. Yeah, I'll, I'll take two. Uh, octopus balls. and Yeah, throw in a bit of Takanaki, will you? Um, but uh, they, this is a festival where people high in the Andes, so very fit people. Gee, they're, they're fit. Good mm. lung capacity. Done a lot of Machu Picchu. Yes, They're absolutely. playing this flute as we speak. Yeah, yeah, on <laughs> one breath. Uh they have a uh, a fight. If they've got a grievance that's built up over the year, it's it's allowed. They are put in the ring with gloves, fight it out, and once that fight is done, that's it. No more. The oh. feud is over. So anyone, you you just you, it's you men, go, hey, women alike. call your mate, and you go, I got beef with you. Yes, it's time to meet me at sunset. Yes, yes. At the at festival. The, at the festival. Is it just men v men or is it I, I, men v women? Or I don't know if they have a mixed doubles. I'm not sure. But, <laughs> but it's, de- it's, de- it's not kids or the elderly, but but men and women. So wow. if you've had a grievance, you, you get in you there. If you make and it plant- through childhood and you make it to your senior, you're okay. Yeah. Like they've taken a few hits in the time, but whoa. I mean, you know, there's a part of me that goes, really, have we not evolved to to, you know, not have to do that? But there is also a part of me that goes, you know what? If it if it does end the feud there, and you got something out of your system, I mean, they they could have a let's get together and talk about it club, well, where they just say, hey, we'll talk about it, and then you're not allowed to talk about well, it anymore the first, after this day. The first no. rule of talk about club is that you don't talk about it. <laughs> now, we've just come back from holidays. Yeah. It's day one, uh, and of course, we come back and um, we've got plenty of stories to tell. <sighs> Full of stories. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or do we? Full of something. Yeah, right. <clears throat> um, but uh, we can't tell them all on the first day, so we have to go around and just pick one, really. Oh, okay. really? So here's what we're going to do. We're going to say a headline from one of the stories we would each like to tell. <gasps> Let's say the sort of catchy headline you'd see in the West Australian or on Perth Now yeah, or something. Yeah, and then mm. uh, people to call and ask which story they would like to hear. Okay. So okay. Who would like to go first? I'll hit you with a headline. Okay, go Tofurky ruins Christmas. Oh, gee, that's good. I'd click on that. Is that, <laughs> is that mainly because you want to know what a Tofurky is? Yes. <laughs> well, we'll see. Well, my headline originally was, it's none of your business. <laughs> uh, but what I've gone with, man saves family from dangerous animal. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Could have been a Tofurky. Maybe it wasn't. Wow. I don't know. Wow. Oh, okay, that's that pretty incredible. That's pretty good. Frogger. Frogger. That's my headline. Frogger. Oh, this is one of those ones that's cryptic, so you want to... Also, Frog Oh, is... that's the point, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Frog yeah. is the game we play here in the studio on Roberts Road where we just look at how many people come around that corner. <laughs> yeah. They fly around <laughs> in their do. cars and you're trying to see people cross the street safely. Frogger. <laughs> Frogger. Okay. All right. Get the calls. All right. Lindy and Rolly Stone, hot off the press. Lindy, what headline would you like to hear the story from? Ah, uh, definitely Frogger. 
Frogger. Frogger. I'm kind of with yeah. you there, Lindy. Oh, nice yeah. choice, Lindy. We're nice curious. Choice there, We're definitely curious. Uh, Lena in Kinross, what do you got? Tofurky. Tofurky, 1-1. Tofurky, it's the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, Kristen in Darling Downs, whose story? Uh, Frogger. Frogger. Oh, okay, 2-1. Frogger. Let's check with Karen from Ocean Reef. Karen in Ocean Reef. Well, I'm torn. Matt's in, I'm very intrigued by Matt. Oh, it's not that good, I'll be honest with you, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> I have to know what the Frogger thing's about. Me too. Yeah, I wow. think we're going with Frogger. Frogger. Is it, are we going with Frogger? Yep. We're Just. going with Frogger. Have you got the Frogger music? I wouldn't have chosen Frogger if I was honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing with headlines. That's how we all get sucked into clickbait. All right. Well, let me tell you what happened. Yeah. Okay. So it started with um, a couple of Ollie's dirty nappies just outside of the uh, the garage door in the in the garage. Well, that's where you leave them. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Well, to no, dry in the sun. What happens? <laughs> no, inside the garage, and I picked a couple up and then went and threw them in the bin and then came back and looked down on the ground and uh, there was a there was a, a little it almost looked like a like green paste. Oh god. Oh, stop it. What? No, Carrie, look. You, it's your story. You go. Yeah, it's my story. Let me finish. Right. So <laughs> day one. Now, <laughs> and we're already oh, here. No, wait, the bar <laughs> is so. No, 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 no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me. Get oh, there. Maybe the green paste is not what we think, Matt. It's not what you think. Maybe right? this is not a poo story. Anyway, I <laughs> maybe knelt down and picked it up and I smelt it and it was poo. Right. I was wrong. Now I thought. It, <laughs> now for a moment I thought it was Ollie's, but the way that it was shaped, I thought maybe like when I picked it up, I'd squeeze something out of one of his bags. Yeah. The way that it was shaped, right? It's okay. Maybe that's it. I'll let it go. Came back the next day. There was the same thing after really? I'd cleaned it up the day before. Poo jogger in it your was, garage. Yeah. Right. Little little tiny one. Right. And I googled it. I thought it was rats. So I went to Bunnings and I bought like. Rat traps rat, uh, and like you know this that and the other. I bought one of those sonic rat things and you know and then came back day three there was another one there. No. Now it came back later that night and I opened the garage. And we had a little fridge on the inside of the garage, right? And on the side of the fridge was a frog, just oh. hanging there. It's so frog it paste. Out, yeah, it was frog poop. It was frog poop. The three days. Now, now in the, the same spot. In the same spot. Now this frog. I saw Regular. it crawl. <laughs> I saw it crawl around the back of the fridge and disappear. Right, because I'd called the kids. I was kids, come and have a look. There's a frog here. Everybody's getting excited, and then we didn't see the frog. And then we got. Um, I opened the door the following morning, and Mila was in the kitchen, and the frog was sitting there in front of the door. Oh, really? now we got all really excited until I took a closer look at the frog, and the frog was. Oh, okay. Right. Well, clearly the green the, pace meant the, that it wasn't that well. Possibly. Permanently stationary. Right. And Mila was standing there behind me at the time. Let's just say it was ready to go to a French restaurant. Exactly. <laughs> and she was really excited about this frog. And so I've quickly gone, ah, oh, quick, go and get a bowl of water. This frog might need some water, some leaves and stuff oh, like you're that. Very sweet. While she's turned around and run off, I've quickly grown this frog, run out to the mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. And then I've got her out. Oh, sorry, honey, she's gone. I don't mm. know where the frog's gone. It's disappeared. The frog is gone. So that was our I tell you what, I quite like the frogger story. It was a good like story. story. I mean it didn't yeah. end. That well, particularly well, frog, but yeah, but like yeah, but it went better than I thought. Well done. Story, so yeah. could have been called Frog Prince. Yeah, might have worked as a headline also. Possibly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. love it.
Well, thanks, guys. Appreciate that. Anyway, uh, it's, I hope you enjoyed that too, you listening, and to the people that voted for us. But let's go back and check if they do. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, hey, Lindy, was that worth it? Uh, it was definitely a mystery, so that was good. You kept me under suspense. Oh, there you go. Oh, okay. good, it was good, like a little thriller. Good critique, too, from Lindy. Kristen, was that worth it? It was not bad. It was kind of... <laughs> yeah, it was a turn. Day, day one, Kristen. Give it, we've got to warm up. It's okay. We're Karen, friends, was that worth it? Honest. Oh, absolutely. I love a good frog poo story. <laughs> <laughs> Karen, you legend. Pete, Matt and Kimber. Anthony Albanese, our dear friend Albo. The question we do need answered, which is superior, chicken or cheese twisties? Oh, chicken. Chicken? Controversial. That's a really easy answer. Wow, you didn't even waste any time there. Straight in. No, no, I made that decision at least... uh, 50 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's all right. I mean, Legend. I lost a lot of respect for him that day. <laughs> a lot of respect. I don't care what he does for the economy. Fancy um, not choosing cheese. Yeah. Now, I wanted in here uh, this morning and checked my desk, and on my desk was a letter, right, in an envelope. Yep. And it says, uh, P Man and Kimber, and it's got the address of the radio station, and then on the back, it's got the seal. Of the Prime Minister. Wow. Prime Minister with the Australian government symbols there. That's right. With the coat of arms. Official. Now, what do you think it is? What do you think's in here? As I said, I think it's an invite to Christmas drinks or thank you for from the media department. Thank yep. you for a great year. Hope to chat to you soon. Is that it? Well, that's Give very me. sweet. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think I'm with Maddie on this. I think it was Christmas <laughs> drinks and we missed it and now we're probably never going to get another invite. The <laughs> eternal optimist over here thinks it's like, dear Pete, God, you're an amazing <laughs> guy. I love what you're doing with your life. <laughs> I've loved being on the show all year. It's been great. Uh, Come on, Albo, don't let us down. We're opening the envelope. We're opening the Prime Minister envelope. (laughs) Hang on. I hope it's a voucher. (laughs) Shake it upside. Nothing's Nothing. There's no money coming out of that. A scratchy. No no scratchy. There's no scratchy. It's a very nice gold embossed seal. Very, on the very back. nice. Very this is definitely nice. an invitation that we've rudely not responded to. I'm sure. So the front is a wreath. Oh, yep. Yeah. Okay, that's a Christmas invite. It's not yeah. even an invite. It's probably just a Merry Christmas. Yeah. Wishing you a Merry Christmas and a wonderful New Year, Anthony Albanese. Handwritten, stamped. That that looks printed. That doesn't yes, even look it stamped. Does. It does. Is that stamped or printed? No, that's, that's printed. They've done that thing yeah, where they yeah. scan the. Yeah, yeah, they've done the thing where look. they scan yeah, the you, autograph you and make it there. look I'll like a pen. That's been put together by no, a 14-year-old no, in the Prime Minister's office somewhere. The printing department. Printed. Mm. It's just printed, isn't it? Should we send him a card? Let's if we were going to send him a card, send him a personal card and see if we get anything back, like a proper fan mail, like something. All right. If you organise it, I'm in. Well, look. Many of the uh, the mix family and you guys will will know that I've talking uh, talking. Yep. Oh my god, that I've talked quite a lot about um, the uh, the chap who we call him T shirt man. Ah, oh, yes, the man who has basically the good friend of mine who has clothed me for the last well twenty years. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest, Hugh. Hugh. So he, ba- we're basically the same size, although I'm starting to find his t-shirts a little tight. Uh, <laughs> he goes shopping. He buys like just let five him know he needs same. to go up a size. Yeah, and uh, and and he gives me lots of clothes to the point that he, when he came to Perth, because his wife's a Perth girl, 
Uh, he brought a whole suitcase, nothing in it for him, just clothes for me. <laughs> anyway, after three years, and, and you know, we all know what happened over the last few years, they came back to Perth for Christmas. Oh, nice. So not only did he bring me some new clothes, which I'm not wearing yet, but he and I have had a 30-year friendship. And, you know, different friends serve different sort of parts of your personality. Mm-hmm. And Hugh and I, we compete. <laughs> we make up games ah. and we compete. And one of the backyard cricket forms that we created many years ago was a thing called 3x3x3 three by three by three, where you get three batsmen, three overs, and we play three games. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So we did that, and it was so exciting. We'd been talking about it for for weeks, knowing that he was coming over to Perth. I even sent him a pitch report of where I decided we were going to play oh, wow. cricket. Was anyone else playing, or is it just the two of you? Well, we well we had to put Florence away because she was kept stealing oh. the ball. So she did <laughs> quite some quite good fielding actually. So we we played this one game, and of course the idea was we'd gather again tomorrow and play it again. I ain't another match, and we both got to the cricket pitch the next day. I bowled one ball and went, oh, mate, I don't think I can do it anymore. <gasps> and he, he said, I'm glad you said that because I can't run. Why? You'd hurt yourself. Basically, you? these two old farts had gone hell for leather because, you know, from the first ball, <laughs> I was like <laughs> trundling in from the church end, the Polish workhorse trying to bowl as fast as I did when and I was you've been sport. holding this rivalry for the last five years since you last played. There are ligaments that have moved. <laughs> there are things, and we just had to, com- and so we came in with our tail between our legs and thought, let's never, let's never do that again. <laughs> I still haven't recovered. My shoulder is Don't so feel sore. Bad. I played darts yesterday and I can feel it in my arm today. <laughs> He's the first basketball player in NBL history to play in nine grand final series and is leading the team again this season as captain of the Perth Wildcats. Please welcome Jesse Wagstaff. G'day guys, feel like I haven't spoken to you all year. <laughs> we weren't sure you were going to speak to us ever again after the pickle in a pouch incident in over pouch. Christmas. Pickle in a pouch. Oh uh, yeah, please. that's why I'm not in. That's uh, yeah, I'm not in studio. <laughs> have you? Have you? You know, has the garlic sort of vinegar smell gone from your breath yet? Garlic. I think the the salt just completely killed all taste buds. <laughs> mm, mm. But you needed it. You needed the magnesium. You yes. needed because good for your body. You had the roof off on the weekend, and you also took the roof off. Talk about great play! Like eight three pointers from nine attempts, Jesse. Oh, it wasn't me. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> it did make it sound like you, it didn't it? I was, I was watching. It was uh, no, it was really good. It was um, you know, a great sellout. The uh, the roof was open. It was a gorgeous night for it. I don't think they could have planned it any better. It was uh, it was a really good experience, mate. For your three point shooting, it's the L two button with the X button. That's 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 <laughs> from from the line you get there. I don't, I don't think I've been holding the turbo recently. That must be it. Right. Okay. Uh, gotcha. what, what's it like playing with the roof off? I, I would imagine it's a pretty great experience on a sultry Perth evening. It, it was. It, uh, I was actually fortunate enough to be one of the first ones when we played in Melbourne um, at John Kane. And I think the roof's a bit lower over there. And I remember getting sunburnt and it was windy and it was, it was a slightly different experience. But, uh, it was, yeah, there was no sun on us this time. And uh, I think the roof's a bit high, so it's kind of a bit removed. And there was no wind. And as I said, it was a gorgeous night for it. The, the place was packed. Um, you know, it's above my pay grade, but I suspect it's 
will hopefully become a, a regular feature. Mm. Oh, they've said now that they realise it only takes 14 minutes to open the stupid thing. Maybe we should do it more often. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it is super quick. We, we shot around there the night before and it, it does move pretty quick. So, mm. yeah, it's pretty cool. How are you guys setting yourselves up for 2023, mate? How are you looking ahead? Yeah, look, a couple of couple of good wins, and um, you know we got we got Sydney coming in this week, who um, best team in the league right now, so we're, we're up for it, and it uh, should be a good challenge. Nice, good on you, mate. Hey, um, one other thing, just quickly before we let you go, because you play obviously at RAC Arena, which is in the city, <clears throat> and um, Kimber had a question just off the air moments ago. I'm just curious if you know if you spend a lot of time in the city. Do you know where the Kmart is in the city? <laughs> is it the old I Target? Spend- I spend zero time in the city apart from going in to play. It's, Waggers, it's don't too say far that. from Joondalup. Yeah, that's yeah. true. The, the yeah. one in the city, the Kmart in the city also has a retractable roof. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. 14 minutes away from yeah. that one too. I wonder, I, if, I wonder if they use UB40 on it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, Jess. <laughs> Good on you, brother. <laughs> hey, we'll chat there to you, you soon, Waggers. See you, buddy. <laughs> Oh. He's ready with the play. He's Back so ready. Oh. He's Matt so meant ready. to say WD-40 this morning and said UB-40 instead. I think we're going to roll with it now. Same thing. <laughs> Pete, Matt and Kimber. The Pete, Matt and Kimber podcast for ABC Blinds' huge New Year's sale where you'll save up to 40%. Shop now at abcblinds.com.au. Next 94.5.